Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Coffee, Cake and Cauldrons. I'm Laura. I'm Adam. I'm Vicky. We're here with our coffee and cake to talk to you about all things fantasy book related. To make you aware, we have no affiliation with any author or publishing house. And please give us some grace if we pronounce things differently. Our accents are weird enough as it is. So grab some coffee. And some cake. And and we'll we'll get get stuck in. in. Hello and welcome back to our podcast. Hi. As usual, we want to start with a spoiler warning. So massive spoilers for the Crescent City series up to and including House of Flame and Shadow. Yep. Um, I have like a little, I don't even think it's a spoiler. It's like a one liner from the Akatar series. Um, but we could end up tying more back in, so be aware if you haven't read Akatar. Although if you have read Crescent City, you should have read Akatar. <laughs> you know, I hope you're at least on that train right now. <laughs> yeah, how's that going? <laughs> um, and then we also, I guess, there's always a possibility that we tie things back into Throne of Glass. So I don't have anything like jumping out at me right now that's going to be like, yes, we're definitely going to talk about it, but we. Yeah we can always get carried away so really what we're saying is that you just shouldn't trust us if you haven't read <laughs> yeah we're just gonna do a generic if you haven't read all of the books don't listen just you're definitely case. not safe if you haven't read crescent city and akatar you potentially are sitting on rocky ground right now if you haven't read throne of glass and if you haven't read throne of glass go and read throne of glass yes. it is amazing so yeah if you haven't done all of that you know save us come back listen when you've done um and yeah maybe you'll have picked up on some things that we haven't so um i want to jump in and talk about uh thanatos the prince of hell Mm-hmm. exciting yeah um so more so my theory that I threw out like months ago, it must have been now, as yeah. a funny. Whenever I think I was rereading, it was whenever I was doing my reread, and it was either CC1 or CC2 before yeah. Hofast came out. And I was like, huh, <laughs> wouldn't it be funny if um, Fury was Thanatos' daughter? And it's grown legs. Yes, it has. So. <laughs> Um, it started off because I was reading Crescent City and we were obviously talking about, they were talking about all, you know, the princes of hell. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do a little bit more of a search. And obviously we have this line in It's a Quarter Wings and Ruin 26, where Keir says to Reese. Lord Thanatos is having difficulties with his daughter again. He requires my assistance. So there's there's a link there. Well, it's, his, it's the same name. It's the same name. Um, that Thanatos was possibly in Prithian. Or we are obviously very well aware after Hofast that you can contact those princes through some summoning... Salt, salt drinking whatever yep. that was 
so it's either that or there's some sort of contact being made like we also know that obviously like Aelis just popped over to Prithian as a cat not Prithian Midgard as a cat so yeah. who's not to say that Thanatos hasn't popped into Prithian as you know a rabbit like <laughs> just yeah. you know it doesn't necessarily mean that he's there but maybe he has a connection yeah um somehow so that happened and then I was like oh I'm gonna look into Thanatos as in the mythology of Thanatos and I found out quite a lot um one of the things which we're not going to delve into now but I just want to kind of drop it in there as we like oh is that one of the symbols for Thanatos was a butterfly um and this is where the talk spoiler comes in butterfly (laughs) you see we can't be trusted we can't be trusted I know of another butterfly in these series. Yes, so as soon as I read that, (laughs) I was like, wait. Because it was so weird, obviously, that, like, Thanatos is this, like, prince of hell, like, prince of souls of death. And uh, then, like, a butterfly as a symbol. Then I remembered, obviously, Kale. Farsha, Farsha, Farsha. Butterfly. It means butterfly. His war horse. He obviously makes a big thing about riding his horse into battle. Yeah slaying people oh, whenever it's, called, it's butterfly. called butterfly yeah um so that's just like a wee side funny for you is to you know you can spiral on that as much as you want <laughs> to <laughs> um but that's to do with obviously the mythology of it um so then i was like right i just want to look a wee bit more into uh into thanatos and just figure out what he was in i guess crescent city um, so we know what he looks like, you know, whenever they first see them, whenever they first see Thanatos, it's whenever they're in the mystic. Yeah. Um, and that's in Hosab 39. Um, and he's described as having like tightly curled black hair. He's handsome, a powerful body, dark ornate armor. He's got knee high boots. Um, that's snagged <laughs> with me, those knee high boots. There's only so many people that have knee high boots in the SJM series. And it should just so happen, um, Laura, that one of these people is Is actually Kale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with his horse butterfly. Yeah, even Reese isn't described as having knee high boots. Interesting. Um, like in those words anyway. So whenever he came through that, I don't know, was it a vision? Like whatever the mystics do that brought him like she was asking, is there somebody called Connor there? And then he was like, oh, who's with you? And then, like, Thanatos was like, I want to see them. And then yeah. he, like, burst into the middle of the mystic's house. I don't know. Place of business? Place of business, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and then said to, like, Bryce, like, oh, I can smell the starlight on you. Now, that's like a... Maybe just because of his powers and who he is and what he can do, he can smell it. Maybe, yeah. Um, or he, or he knows Bryce. Yeah, right. So then they have this conversation because obviously before the mystics, Bryce and Hunt, uh, were in the bone quarter and they killed the shepherd, the dog, the big beast yes. thing. Remember. So Thanatos, rightly so, somebody who has a dog, was absolutely livid with Bryce being like, you killed my pet. Like, I am obviously very angry. Um, and Bryce was kind of like, like, you know, what are you talking about? He tried to kill me, obviously defending herself. But Thanatos makes this point about saying, um, like, she was like, oh, you've left, you left 
you're the shepherd in the bone quarter for so long like why does this kind of matter to you yeah. and he was like left or intentionally like intentionally planted and then made a comment to say like the souls of the, that realm talk freely when they're dead so to me i'm kind of like right so was the shepherd spying because that sounds like he's a spy on behalf of thanatos yeah. um and specifically in that realm he left the shepherd within that realm to spy okay. but then followed up with and said you cost me a key link to midgard not the not my not the only yeah that's just a, a strange you wording. cost me a like you cost me a key a key link to midgard like not it's my only link or the, the link, link yeah. or yeah makes it seem my like link more. even like yeah. you know it just said a so then i was like right thanatos obviously wanted to spy on midgard yeah he'd left something specifically in the bone quarter which we know is not easy to get in and out of yeah. like if you're a citizen of midgard you can't easily just hop over to the bone quarter and see no you're not going to take visits so in my eyes, if you wanted spies in Midgard, you would have to have one specifically for the Bone Quarter. And then one, one outside. for the rest of the Bone Quarter. <laughs> I can see what's happening. Yeah, one for the rest of Midgard. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, so in obviously in the mythology, whenever I was looking it up, Thanatos' daughter is Erinys, Um Which also can translate to... The Furies or Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there we go. Um That's an awfully specific over smack the head, isn't it? Yeah. Connection, yeah. Yeah, isn't it? Um another side note, and if you have previously listened to our Reese Sus Reese Sus Reese um podcast. Ernie's has a second form in which he resembles a giant raven-like monster with armor plating. So we're back to ravens no more again. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's a bit of a side yeah. kind of. So yeah, daughter in the mythology has a daughter. Essentially, translates to the Furies. He had a spy in the Bone Quarter through the Shepherd, who was a key link, but not the only key link. So he obviously wanted to spy on Midgard. In my head, you would need one for the Bone Quarter and one for elsewhere. Um, and then, obviously, then we also know from Hofast that Thanatos was involved in, but d- did not approve of, the plan for Hunt. So he yes. says a few times that he didn't approve of it, but he crafted whatever Apollyon gave him yeah. to create Hunt, right? Um, during that little kind of spiel, they talk about Hunt's name that yes. they specifically like whispered into his mother's ear about calling him Orion. Uh-huh. So that's when we then like nicely slide over to Fury, who obviously is called Fury Axtar, Axtar. which means star. So Axtar translates to star. And it's very interesting that I'm like, okay, so Fury, the Furies represented vengeance for wrongdoing. And Which also lines up with Fury as a mercenary. Yeah. Don't know what she's doing in the background. Yeah. Um, 
so then I was like, right, going to have a wee look into, into Fury and see what was going on there. What we do know of her, because obviously there's a lot we don't know. Yeah. A lot we don't know. Um, so whenever we're first kind of introduced to her, the kind of the biggest detail we get is in House of Earth and Blood 21. Obviously, there's a bit earlier on where you meet Fury and you find out like what she looked like, like onyx hair, deep set chestnut eyes, red lips, straight white teeth had a bag of drugs in her hand and was ready to go party with Vice, right? And that's essentially... And also what told her... What more did you need to you know, know? She came up behind Bryce, held a knife to her throat, was like, don't leave yourself unprotected. Yeah. You know, kind of always had their back. Like, always looked out for them. Yeah. Um, And then in uh, House of Earth and Blood 21, we find out that she made the drop at age 21. Okay. But no one knew how or why or if it just happened to her. Or when she was 21? Yes. We don't know. Okay. Then it's explicitly said, and Bryce says, that they know that her attendance at CCU had only been a front for a mission. But what mission? Was the mission to keep an eye on Bryce? That's what I was thinking. Interesting. Obviously, Thanatos was involved in the crafting of Hunt for the purposes of Bryce. Yeah. And obviously they didn't know at the time it was going to be Bryce, but for the purposes of yeah. the next. But th- well, they would have known because she would have started CCU after meeting the Oracle at 13, which is when she first met Adis. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So by that stage, they would have had an idea of the so, star power Bryce had. Yeah. So if they were, okay, we're going to have like Hunt be this extra power conduit for helping Bryce. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they put a lot of time and effort in that. They want to make sure that she's... Safe. Yeah. Yeah. So, first, her having a second name, Fury, have a second name as Star. And she's there for vengeance. You know, is she there as some sort of guardian for Bryce in a way that Bryce doesn't know? That even links back to the fact that it was Fury... Who bought the drugs and kept Bryce out the night that Danica and the pack of devils were killed. And I'm not saying that Fury no, well, had a hand in it. Now hold on. You are on to something. Because there is also the bit where Fury obviously didn't speak to Bryce for a long time yes. afterwards. And basically whenever there's a conversation that goes on when they first start speaking again. And Fury's kind of like you don't know what I had to go through. And you don't know what I'm working through now. Okay. And part of me was like, I'm not saying that Fury did anything. Was involved. But was she aware what maybe even like Danica was looking into and knew that it could get her in trouble or knew that, you know, is there something bit, where her, she's her like, mission was Bryce. my mission is so, Bryce. Yeah. So we don't know. We don't know. Um, but yeah, so we don't know. We just know that her attendance have been a front for a mission and we don't know what mission. Yeah. And, you know, Bryce specifically says we have no idea what house she is part of. We, okay. You know, yeah, Bryce says agents. flame and shadow seems to fit her best, but it's rude to ask. Yeah. And she's never told us. So we don't know. Um, she also then in that line kind of makes this, you know, we don't even know what her powers are. Um other than like she is got fast reflexes and she's quite strong, you know, very average kind of things yeah. that you would figure out. Um, 
And then she says, you know, when she talks about Flame and Shadow, she's like, you know, she's definitely not a necromancer because her her powers seem to align more with taking life rather than giving it. Okay. And she also makes a comment being like, I hope Fury doesn't turn up smelling like blood. So obviously that frequently happens too, that she turns <laughs> up just... She, is, she is <laughs> smells like lives, blood, you yeah. know. So we know that, like, she's doing... She's off doing something somewhere... Um, whenever we meet her, you know, earlier on in House of Earth and Blood, we don't actually even meet her. It's more whenever Isaiah and Hunt have Bryce in the holding cell and they're, you know, after they find that Danica's dead. Yeah. And they're looking through, you know, Bryce's movements of that night and they, you know, Hunt reads Fury Axtar was with her. Yeah. And then he's like, like Fury Axtar is licensed to kill in half a dozen countries. So they know that. She's a reputation. The Legion know yeah. that she is like she's licensed to kill. And Bryce is like or Hunt Hunt says something about frying her from the inside, but he couldn't be bothered with the political drama that that would bring. So obviously there's there's a link there that even yeah. getting rid of Fury would bring some sort of political onslaught and he didn't know why. Yeah. And then to add to that in terms of like her importance, um in the the summit. Yeah. The way they explain where there's like people sitting in circles based on their and there's all of the 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 heads of houses and their seconds and so Fury was in the third circle, and even Hunt says to my surprise Fury sat in the third circle. She's right up there in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, and we still don't know why. Um, but yeah, there's that's like there's not a lot more in line with you know Fury mission potentially being Bryce. Yeah. Fury was the one that got her the job with Jasper. I always forget about that. Fury was the yeah. one. So it said that um Fury had worked with Jasper in Pangara at one point. Yeah. And also about this Tuesday night poker group that a lot of people seem to go to. I think we did a whole episode <laughs> of that Tuesday night poker group to be yeah, quite honest with you. Fury is a part of. Also Rune it seems to be a part of, but And the butterfly shifter Yeah, from the, very random. From the White Raven. From the White Raven. So we're Raven. back to Ravens yeah. butterflies again. Yeah. So yeah. um Yeah, so she she got Jasper or she got her the job. She got Bryce the job with Jasper. And then also, do you remember in that absolutely gut-wrenching, devastating scene that I abs- like, I cried my eyes out to because I didn't know what was going to happen. House of Earth and Blood 66, whenever Bryce finds Hunt on the boat with the oh, synth. Yes. And you think... And Fury turns up. F- where from? How? Fury was not about. She had no idea what was going on. But well, she was there she to have Bryce's back. But she turned up, right? Micah... The Viper Queen, Hunt, Tharion, nobody. Like, I'm talking veneer that can scent, scent and yeah. sense everything. Nobody. Had a clue. Knew that she had turned up. Nobody heard her. And nobody questioned her authority either. And she, because she told the Viper Queen. The, the Viper yeah. Queen ob- obeyed her, her orders. And it was the Viper Queen's boat. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I remember yeah, them making yeah. a deal about that. Yeah. Where she just seems to, like, walk in and... Yeah. yeah. Uh, but nobody can even hear her. So then mm. I was like, did you turn into a raven and fly onto the boat? <laughs> <laughs> Is that why nobody heard you? But then I go back to then the theory then potentially where Fury is Thanatos' spy and is there to look after Bryce. Mm-hmm. But that Fury is also Thanatos' daughter. Mm-hmm. 
And to me, that maybe also potentially explains why Fury was, in our viewpoint, nowhere to be seen in House of Flame and Shadow. I mean, I was so looking forward to maybe getting a little bit more information in who Fury was, yeah. where she came from, what her backstory is. Yeah. And there was nothing of that. No. But then to have a big battle at the end and somebody who is seemingly that powerful, seemingly that skilled. And is always off seemingly fighting battles. Yeah. To be sitting back and even in her words, babysitting. Yeah. I mean. What? Yeah. Yeah. And so also, is that then that daddy told her she wasn't allowed to go fight that day? Yeah. Because it's not like she doesn't (laughs) want to get involved with political things. Because, I mean, at the end of uh, Sky and Breath, Uh like, she was more than happy to hop on that helicopter. Yeah. You know, she watched... Wasn't that Sky and Breath? Earth and Blood. Earth and Blood. She watched, like, um, the Archangels. Like, she watched Micah get killed. She watched Hunt kill Sandriel. And then was like... I got a helicopter, let's go help Bryce. So the political stuff at that point when it came to helping Bryce did not matter no. to her. She did not care one bit. No, she was away to she go save was her going friend. To save, well, well, her friend. Her charge. I'm not saying that they're not friends. No, but there could but be more to it. did her mission supersede any, any political yeah. upset that she seems to be so entangled with somehow you know people obviously listen to her she sits in the third row of the summit but she had no care in the world whenever she was like i've got the helicopter let's go save bryce and also had no care in the world when hunt was like i'm going to jump out of this helicopter to save her and i will die myself and fury was like no worries i'll turn it this way (laughs) do you need a push (laughs) there was like literally she hadn't like she had no issue yeah she was like yeah right go you know it was I need, and yes, that could be that she is a best friend yeah. and, you know, it could be explained in other ways. But part of me is like, it just seems to, I don't know, like we were told she's on a mission. CCU was a friend for a mission. Daddy says I can't go fight in big battle. It does explain why Fury wasn't present or for that battle. Or even is Fury ready to show it like you know is there a reason why they couldn't be like does Aedas and Apollyon even know well yeah but even outside of that we are assuming that Fury stayed in Avalon and we are assuming that she wasn't on the battlefield Mm -hmm. how do we know that she wasn't wasn't there in another form Mm -hmm. and I mean that's throwing a big theory with absolutely no grounding or basis out there but there there's so much unknown Mm -hmm. that it leaves a lot of room for a lot of what ifs my only concern is the situation when we first met thanatos in the mystics place (laughs) is that thanatos very clearly said that his will was not his brother's so he has a different agenda to Aedas and Napoleon. But he was going along with Aedas's and Napoleon's agenda whenever they, he was talking to Hunter Rice. You know, he yeah. was more than happy to be like, I didn't approve of, you know, creating you, but I did. And you're essentially mine. And this is the, like, you know, he was helping them with the information about Thea and the Starborn yeah. and blah, blah, blah. With a bit of a push from Aedas and Napoleon, though, when you read that again, you kind of realise that they're like, 
be nice. <laughs> you know, be polite. We have guests. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Thanatos has a reputation. <laughs> Don't eat them. <laughs> but he did say that he had a different agenda. Okay. Now, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, like, is he looking after Bryce? You know, doesn't necessarily mean he hasn't crafted Fury to look after Bryce for another reason that Adis and Napoleon don't know or, or if Fury was happy to stay in Avalon is it not Bryce but is it somebody else there mm-hmm. do you know when you look at Baxian's connection to Danica mm-hmm. and when you look at Emil mm-hmm. I mean, he's Cooper now isn't he yeah. but when you look at him being left behind you yeah. know was it somebody else it's, 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 or even somebody we don't know about yet yeah 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 so that's just one that I had that I'm kind of like also the fact that like she never shows her skin like you know there's even that viewpoint when I think there isn't after the in the house of sky and breath after Juniper does her first like ballet performance yeah. and they go to the party at Rudin's house when Cormac shows up yes and there's a lot of evidence it's to show summer and warm yeah like mm-hmm. Bryce is in shorts and like a tank top and um I think Hanson like shorts and a tank top because it's like pointed out that he's wearing a tank top and yeah. you know his his arms are on show um <laughs> and then Bryce says about the fact that like you know surely Fury is like roasting in those leathers and then at one point also like kicks Fury's foot with her flip-flop and is like steel two caps really and so she's like never off never yeah. or she never wants to show her skin Fury replies with like a joke bit like frat parties you just don't know like what's gonna happen but like you know you don't know what's gonna happen okay yeah it might get a bit wild but like you don't need an assassin (laughs) (laughs) different kind of frat parties (laughs) like you know there's there's levels to how we react to things that might be an overreaction (laughs) yeah like we've never seen her skin yeah and if we go back to the mythology uh-huh. there is like a a part of it now this isn't the full thing you need to look into like parts of it but there's do the way when mythology you get one story and it can branch off to in a, into a thousand different stories well, to do with the same I'm thing i'm currently studying yes ancient exactly. greece so, so even the one story might not be told the exact same way exactly the next so time. there is yeah. part of this where um erinus erinus Mm-hmm. Um, the daughter of Thanatos, uh, is grey skinned. So now we know we've seen Fury's hands, yeah, and we've seen her face. But that just kind of clicked something with me of being like, is there something that we're constantly kind of glamouring with yeah, the hands and, and face, yeah. and it's easier with less skin on show. Will it take too much up if you do more or something? I don't know. I just, like, I think if you're Fury and you're that badass, you don't need to wear your leathers to do your job. There's another reason. No, I would assume she could murder people in with her baby finger yeah. in her sleep. <laughs> yeah. From exactly. another room. Yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of like, it's surely there's another reason. You know, it's pointed out so much about the fact that she's covered up to her neck. Yeah. And you've never seen anything else. And there is that kind of link with mythology where they're grey because they're linked with death and they help collect the souls for yeah. Thanatos. Um, 
No, I still think obviously she is. She's pretty badass, and there is vengeance involved in whatever she does. Which fury, then you know. But all we can do is hope for more information. Yeah, pretty much. As the books go on. Yep, pretty much. But sticking with the princes of hell, mm-hmm. I have one here as well. That is again more questions than answers. Yep. But I need somebody to walk through this with me and mm-hmm. give it all out. So I am going to read. From House of Flame and Shadow, mm-hmm. uh, page 344. Mm-hmm. And this is basically when Jessica is explaining to Ethan who and what she is. Mm-hmm. The one we did get answers on. Yep. So she's basically talking about how she was a priestess. Mm-hmm. And she was on a boat called the Griffin. Griffin Antiquities. I quite mm-hmm. like that tie-in. To try and save the books yep. from the Lost Library. Yeah. So he says here, she says here... We had almost reached the Haldron Sea when Apollyon found the Griffin. He heard about the doomed stand at Parthos and the ships and the priestesses, priestesses burned with their books. He was curious about what might be so valuable to the humans that we were willing to die for it. He didn't understand when I told him it was no power beyond knowledge, no weapon beyond learning. He refused to believe me. And cursed me for my impotence in denying him the truth. Ethan asked what was the curse. And she said to live unchanging until I showed him the true power of the books. She said simply. He still believes they're a weapon. And that one day I'll grow tired enough of living. That I'll hand them over and reveal all their supposed secret weapons. So that gives an idea of how Jessica met Napoleon. Mm-hmm. And that he cursed her. Mm-hmm. And that was how she has lived these 15,000 years as a priestess, defending these books and mm-hmm. defending that library. Yeah. So I thought that's great. That's fantastic. Answers some questions about Jessica and her yep. background. Yeah. But I'm just going to read a little bit from the epilogue. Of House of Earth and Blood. Mm-hmm. So let me just get the epilogue yes, up here. I have some questions to ask after. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> noting them down here. <laughs> In case you answer them before I ask them. <laughs> You're just writing and writing questions. So the epilogue in House of Earth and Blood comes after the summit, after... Bryce kills Micah after mm-hmm. Hunt kills Sandril. Yep. The attack on Crescent City itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and the epilogue is basically Jessica meeting with Adis. Yep. Which is a real strange mixture to meet. Yeah. And I'm just going to read you some of it then. So they talk about Bryce mm-hmm. and about Bryce's starlight being Thea's. Mm-hmm. And then Jessica it says, Jessica studied him, Adis, for a long moment, then frowned. And Hunt Athelar? Adis fell silent as a petitioner stumbled past, hoping to beat the crowds that had filled the Oracle's park. Um, Adis said at last, I think Athelar's father would have been proud. Mm-hmm. Jessica responds, sentimental of you. Adis shrugged as best his feline body would allow. 
Feel free to disagree, of course, he said. You knew the male best. Mm-hmm. So how does a human priestess <laughs> who has been cursed by Apollyon for not revealing the truths of the library as he sees it yeah. know that male yeah. because we now know that Apollyon is Hunt's father yeah. better than his own supposed brother, his fellow Prince of Hell. I feel like I'm missing something there. Yes, because you have... So obviously you've got the the hunt with the three options. Yes. So you've got like the actual biological father, who was he was an angel, wasn't he? Um, and he fought. He was veneer he at least. Was veneer yeah. at least. But <clears throat> he seemed to just like have hunt, and then he went off and fought. He got killed in battle, didn't he? He, he was there. Present. So. I don't know, part of me doesn't think that they're referring to him. Yeah. And then you've got Thanatos, who claims Hunt because he created him. Yeah. He's pretty raging. He's like, what do you mean he's mine? And then obviously Apollyon, who's like... No, he's part of me. Yeah. Yeah. So how would Jessica know Apollyon better than Aetis? When House of Flame and Shadow makes it seem as if the only interaction she had with Apollyon was being cursed by was him. being cursed by him. I feel like there's a whole bit of a story missing there. Unless the you knew him best was actually about Hunt's biological father, because that sounds like it could be he would it, have been proud. Yeah. But in that case, that's still... A, who, who is he? Who is he and why, why does she Jessica know him, know him so well? Yeah. Like, it still raises questions, doesn't it? Lots of questions. I can't quite figure it out. And even if it's even if it was Thanatos they were talking about, it still raises questions, yeah. you know. And then to go on from that, we obviously now know that Jessica was a priestess. She was defending that library. Apollyon thought it had secret information. Yes, so this is what I just wrote down in my... The next bit after the you knew the male best is is Adis saying, what of the library? Jessica responding, it has already been moved. He knew better to ask where she had hidden it, so he merely said, good. And then Jessica didn't speak again until the fifth Prince of Hell had stopped a few feet away, where she said, don't F us over this time, Adis. And Aedis responds with, I do not plan to. Yeah. Which I feel like there's a lot to unpack there because obviously Aedis knew of the library. Yeah. But Aedis wasn't petitioning Jessica for the access to it. No, like he was, yeah, like Apollyon wanted it so bad he cursed her, whereas yeah. Aedis didn't even ask where it was. No, he just trusted that she was keeping it safe. Yes. So his motives were clearly different from Apollyon's. But also, so if you go back to what you read in House of Flame and Shadow. Yeah. Whenever she was talking to Ethan about this. And she was kind of like, Apollyon thought that these books had power. And I told him that it was nothing more than knowledge and blah, 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 blah. Like, what a liar. Sure. (laughs) 
there's more than just knowledge in these books. Like, well, one, we know the Walking Dead's in there. Yeah. And the Book of Breathing. Right. So they're there. And two, like, Apollyon is powerful. Yeah. Like, he's very powerful. And even after all this time, he's still, like, there at all. And the mover. Yeah. You know, surely at some point he would have been able to figure out, mm, maybe not. Yeah. And Aedas then has an interest in keeping them safe too. Yeah. And now they're Bryce's. And now they're Bryce's. So those books, there's more to those books. Also, can I just interject here that the Book of Breathings and The Walking Dead mm-hmm. are part of a human library from Parthos in Midgard from before the 15,000 years when the Feyen all arrived. Mm-hmm. So who, what, where, when, why are those copies in three different worlds? Are the yeah, are they the same copy? Somehow, just casually bouncing itself about. Yeah, <laughs> to where it needs to be, or I don't somebody know. else is <laughs> moving it. Moving it. I don't know, but just another way aside to that one. And then I go to the fact that Jessica is basically telling Aedis not to screw them over this time. Yeah, so I guess, could you take that as the fact that the first time with Thea, he left to go get the armies. And then obviously that, where Thanatos and uh, Apollyon and Aedas meet Hunt and Bryce, they say that, wasn't it like the vampires were the the generals of their armies and they like defected. Defected, yeah. And therefore they didn't have the time to get, like, is it because Aedas left and therefore... Or didn't have control of his armies and, and therefore Thea defected. got killed yeah and is that how he messed up or is there more to the story or is there more to this story and also like don't screw us over this time like who is she including in the us is that like her and Aedis? or is it, is it like midgard midgard is it the priestesses in the library yeah that she has spent fifteen thousand years protecting yeah yeah there's still just a lot of open-ended things there isn't yeah there? there is there's a lot of open-ended things there and it's just that that story that Jessica gives doesn't fully align to the yeah. level of information we get in this epilogue in house of earth and blood and also none of this stuff ties into what she was doing when she wasn't there when she was when she was her just, way around. She was all over the place yeah she was in different places she was you know you know, as Bryce said, that she was going off finding different things to yeah. sell, art or whatever to sell. But, like, was she? Like, really, is that, you know, you're charged to keep this library. You've been cursed to the point of somebody, like, a prince of hell wants it. Who she is obviously aware can get through the rift somehow because yeah. she, she speaks to Aedis. Yes, as a cat, but, like... Mm, yeah what's she doing and i know obviously it seems like jessica's story is over but there's still a lot of unanswered questions a lot of unanswered questions a lot and there also wasn't a description of how the priestesses looked and i bet myself and anybody else that's read all of these books would have been jumping up and down screaming if it turned out the priestesses from that library had any sort of adornment on their head. Yeah. With a jewel, much like yeah. Akatar and Throne of Glass. Yeah. But nothing like that was mentioned, so 
Mm. Think there's still enough questions there to go with. And she was the second in command of House of Flame and Shadow. Flame and Shadow. And very, very much set the whole thing up for Hypaxia yeah. to become the queen. Yeah. Like the leader. She definitely had her own agenda oh, in and around. Like she so, completely manipulated that whole thing. For I have a lot of questions. And I just, even though Jessup is no longer seemingly like she's going to be part of the story. I, I was just about to say about Hypaxia is a necromancer, but like she's not had much luck. <laughs> <laughs> Could have put a whole other kind of arms, couldn't it? <laughs> you know, but I guess the options still. This is the thing about Crescent City and knowing that people have those powers is that, you know. Nothing's off the table. Nothing is off the table. Yeah. But I do feel like there's there's more to that story. And it could be much like Danica, where we're going to get a lot of Jessica's story. After the fact. After death. Yeah. I just, I just don't think it's done. I think there's too much between the two bits explaining her past yeah because it's not even like you know when when jessica decided that she was going to take her place bryce's place yeah and she made i can't even remember what it is she said but she made some comment about the books now being hers because she yeah. was like happy and content that you know the job's been done yeah but seemingly the books never really helped with that you know there yeah. was never a point where like they sat down and opened the book and was like, oh, we've got all the answers. So like, yes, Rune read a little bit about Peleus. Yeah. And Thea. There's so much, and Bryce so used much one of them more to, like, kill information or... in those books. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Bryce used one of them to, like, fly Micah back into the bathroom. Yeah. And then we know, obviously, with The Walking Dead and The Book of Breathings being there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's definitely more to it. More questions, more yeah, to come, I for think. Sure. For sure, for sure. You can let us know if you yeah. have any thoughts on this. Yeah, what's the answer to that? And it is Fury. Santos' <laughs> daughter. daughter. <laughs> yeah, that's what we need to know. But until next time, um, we will speak to you soon. And yeah, drop us a private message on Instagram on Coffee Cake and Cauldrons if you have any thoughts. Yep, thanks very much. Thank you. Bye.